Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug from Ontario, Canada. It is 9.30 a.m. here on February the 3rd. Thank you for joining me. The Karen Carnival continues. Thank you for joining me this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thursday, the 3rd of February. I have a snow day today. We had a storm coming come through yesterday evening or afternoon, evening, overnight. And that so uh, I've been given the the day off. So that's why I'm able to do a show Thursday morning. Now, there's a a little place called, I think you pronounce it, Coots, Saskatchewan. And it borders Canada and the United States land border. As we know in this country and in a democracy, you have the right to protest peacefully, responsibly. Without interfering in other people's lives. Now, this blockade in southern Saskatchewan is disrupting the lives of this small community and other parts of Saskatchewan where vital essentials need to get through. This Karen Carnival is nothing but a tantrum. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Like I said before you came on here, I have a snow day. You know, when we have a snowstorm and kids don't kids don't have to go to school, well, I don't have to go to work today. Company gave us a snow day. So, because I'm never out here on a Thursday morning. So, now... Well, I was talking about this really very, very small secluded community in southern Saskatchewan. Um, the protesters are blockading the American and Canadian border, preventing vital essentials 
to get through. That small community consists of mostly people who are retired, who chose to live there because it's very peaceful, it's secluded, away from noise pollution, away from big city pollution. They would have to drive 10 miles anywhere to get what they need. And having these vital essentials not coming in because of this blockade is very serious. Now, I can't help those who chose not to get vaccinated. They had no intentions of getting vaccinated. But they want to disrupt everybody else's life. This blockade at the Canadian-American land border. Disregarding the small community and their needs for the vital essentials that need to come through. Everybody has a choice and they've exercised their choice. As everybody else made their choices of being vaccinated. A peaceful demonstration does not mean you run blockades set up by the RCMP. It does not mean that you become physical. Yes, you can protest. You can park your trucks on the side of the road and protest and allow these vital essentials to cross either way into Canada in the United States. Now this Karen Carnival going on in Ottawa has become nothing but noise pollution, aggravation to the citizens of Ottawa. The inconsiderate protesters blowing their air horns at all hours of the night. People live in the downtown area of the parliament buildings, from office buildings to the small business owner. to schools, to childcare. Businesses are open. They can have, restaurants can have patrons for indoor dining. But these businesses cannot open. 
they are being prevented from opening opening and isn't isn't their Karen Carnival all about opening up businesses and they are preventing them from opening. The shopping plaza down there closed its doors last Sunday. This protester decided that they were going to go into the mall maskless and do whatever, which by the way is you have to wear a mask in a public building. And for the safety of the staff and, and employees and shoppers, they closed that shopping center. It's been closed since Sunday. Any businesses down there are closed. People are unable to go to work. Small businesses are unable to open. These people are not oppressed. People who people who live under oppression by a government are people who re, who live in North Korea, who live in China who live in Russia and maybe even possibly soon Ukraine will be under oppression by the Russian government. That's oppression. Ladies and gentlemen, so these people, these protesters, whoever, they have not been oppressed or persecuted. We all have been asked to make a concession and for the well-being of everyone's community and health and safety. And they have responded, no. They say it's the rallies about freedom. But what they really mean, the freedom to do what they feel like without regard for the, for the health and safety and the comfort of others. This is more of a, a temper tantrum. And what a small child does who can't understand the world beyond what they want at that moment. Now, the chief of police in Ottawa says everything is on the table. And including and possibly the military. Now, saying that everything is on the table, one thing that they need to stop if everything is on the table is allowing 
canister canisters of fuel into the protests. Whether it's diesel or gasoline. We don't know what they're going to do with that stuff besides putting it in their, in their fuel tanks, mixing other volatile fuels to, to stand their ground. They made, it, it needs to be made very clear that there's going to be no more fuel coming into the protest. None. And I guess if you start to get low on fuel, I guess it's time to pull out and hit the nearest truck stop and move on. The GoFundMe has once again suspended. No more money coming in for the time being and no more money going out for the time being. They already released a million dollars to these organizers who, by the way, is one is a far right separatist. I don't support separatists. I don't support far right extremists. I do not stand for hatred. I do not stand for racism. Now, all this has been going on at this protest, ladies and gentlemen. Recently, they've been throwing rocks at the ambulances, hurling racial slurs towards the paramedics. Carrying hateful symbols, Nazism, will not be tolerated. People desecrating and jumping all over the tomb of the unknown soldier. People defacing the Terry Fox statue. And these organizers haven't said anything about any of that. And by not saying something, you're allowing it. You're supporting it. Several people 
lot of people are, are under investigation. Several people have already been arrested. So they won't put the they won't put the bracelets on them in the protest. They'll wait till you go home and then they'll track you down. And if any criminal charges are warranted, they will charge you. Now, GoFundMe is suspending these funds once again to get a clear clarification of where this money is going. Well, it's going to the far-right separatists. That's where it's going. That's who Tamara Litch is. It's a far-right separatist. Anti-government. So we had separatism, and we say we have separatism in this country many, many, many years ago. The separatists in Quebec wanted Quebec to separate from Canada. They had a referendum. Well, Quebec is still part of Canada. You have other organizers there who have in the past used racial slurs, racial content. That's the people who started the GoFundMe. Threats have been made. Not only to the prime minister. And hatred. And racism remarks hurled at citizens of Ottawa. The city, the the citizens of Ottawa are really upset. So what about their rights? What about the rights of the citizens? What about for those people who can't even, who work in that downtown core, can't even go to work? And they want businesses They want all mandates lifted. Everybody go back to work. Everybody go back to normal. And they're preventing that. They're preventing that. The government is working on how they can support the businesses down there and the employees down there 
who can't even go and earn a paycheck. Because they've got all that blocked off. And this is about rights. This is about freedom. This is about freedom of speech. Well, your freedom of speech is not absolute. There's a fine line drawn. Freedom of speech. Your freedoms and liberties are not absolute. In a time of crisis, in a time of a life-threatening virus, the government, whether these people like it or not, have a sworn duty to protect their citizens. We cannot control the virus. We can try to slow it. That's about all we can do. These mandates or restrictions are not permanent. See, those oppressions are permanent in North Korea, in China, in Russia, Hong Kong. Those are permanent. So they don't have any rights or freedoms. They don't have the right to a fair and free election. Putin made himself president for life. See, that's oppression. Now, when you, as a protester, start to impede on everybody else's rights, how can you justify that? People, like I said, made a choice. They made a choice. These truckers in the trucker protest chose not to be vaccinated. Before these mandates even came out from the federal government and remind you that it's federal government mandate, not the province. It's not the province mandate. 
They made a choice. They had no intentions of being vaccinated. Whether these mandates came out or not, they had no intentions. Ninety percent of the trucking industry here in Canada is vaccinated. Not because of the mandates, they chose to be vaccinated. As millions and millions of other Canadians chose to be vaccinated. I and you have the right to be protected. The unvaxxed, anti-vaxxers don't see it that way. I have the right to protect my family, my friends. You make a choice, well, that's your choice. Don't try to shove your rhetoric BS down everybody else's throat. See, these protesters think that the federal government can lift all mandates. These are provincial mandates. The federal government cannot override the province and the province cannot override the federal government. It's not Trudeau's liberal government solely mandating the vaccine federally. Maybe they don't understand the difference between a minority government and a majority government. See, with a majority liberal government, he would not need any votes from any other parties in order to pass a mandate or a law. A minority government, he needs the support of other parties in order to pass any mandates or any laws. One of the protesters demands is that the government to be abolished. We're not going to leave until the government is abolished. It's not going to happen. That is not going to happen at all. That's why we have fair and free elections in this country. You vote. You 
you write letters to your MP or your MPP. In the case of the United States, you write your letter to, to your elected officials, your governors. This is a Karen Carnival occupation. What is this now, <clears throat> five days, six days? No, this is like day nine or 10 of a protest. See, your protest doesn't start when you get to Ottawa. You protest all the way across the country, clogging and blocking up our roadways. And now you're holding the citizens of Ottawa hostage. There are people that live down there who are elderly, too afraid to go and get their necessities. to go to the drugstore to get their prescriptions. They've been, they've been calling on for the help from other agencies. To help them with what they need. And they're running low. Because more and more are asking for help because they can't get to the locations what they need to get to. Now, like I said earlier, the chief of police said everything is on the table. And now's the time to stop allowing any types of fuels into the protest. Volatile or not. I think it was Monday and Tuesday of this week, children couldn't even go to school because they have schools down there. Blaring their horns at all hours of the night. And even during the daytime, when, when you know, um, with, with, with noise, 
you know there there are there are bylaws even during the daytime you know there there is a limit on the volume of noise even during the daytime you know you can't be having a house party and disturbing the peace, blaring your music outside. Doesn't mean at 11 p.m. you turn things down. When you're disturbing the peace, you're disturbing the peace with no regard for anybody else. You know, like for your neighbor who works nights and you decide to have a party and you're disturbing the peace. Noise pollution, fuel pollution is filling the downtown Ottawa. Now, how long do you think a protest should go on for? A weekend protest, couple days? I think that's pretty adequate enough. I mean, it gives you two days to get your message across. A protest is one thing. An occupation is another. When you don't live in that city and you come to occupy it. You've had your protest already. I mean, the organizers have made it very clear. That we're not going anywhere. We're going to continue. We're now going to occupy your city. This is not your city. Now, do you think they would like it if, if we decided to go to their cities while they went back home and occupied their cities and disrupted their lives for weeks on end? Protesting against their, their protest? Do you think they would like that? We'll go there and we'll blow our air horns all night long all day long, block off all your streets, see how you like it. For an entire week, how long do you think these organizers will will put up with that? We're gonna occupy your city. We're going to block businesses so they can't open. We're going to block your school so your children can't go to school. What do you think they would say to that? I 
I don't think they'd even put up with it. So why should the citizens of Ottawa keep have to put up with that? They're predicting that more people are going to ascend on Ottawa this weekend. Now, if the chief of police of Ottawa says everything's on the table, well, you better start using the stuff on the table. If you don't want your city to keep filling up over the weekend, then you need to start using the things that you say you have on the table and you need to use it to the full extent of the law. Don't just talk about it. Actions are louder than words. You are not oppressed, these protesters, these protesters who are part of this Karen carnival. This is a tantrum. I'll tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, I never supported this from the get-go. You don't want to get vaccinated, fine. Don't. That's your choice. This is, and these mandates or restrictions is about a pandemic. Yes, other places around the world are choosing to lift their mandates, lift their restrictions. Here in Ontario, lifting restrictions as we've done in the past. No one saw fifth wave coming. Other provinces around Canada who have far less cases are lifting restrictions or mandates. I think it's the mayor of Saskatchewan. He's hoping by the end of February that he can lift all mandates. 
you know, this is a health and safety concern. That's what this is. A serious one at that. People can believe that or not. You can believe whatever you want. Now, when it comes to retirement homes, nursing homes, hospitals, the most vulnerable people in our society, where are their rights to be protected? They have the right to be protected. An outbreak in a nursing home or retirement home means just that. Nobody in, nobody out. These organizers, oh, we want you to be able to hug your family. We want to be able to hug your friends. We can do that. What we want you to be able to visit people in retirement homes and nursing homes. As long as there's not an outbreak, as long as everything's fine, we can do that. We can do that already. So I don't know what they're talking about. We can do those things already. We won't stop until you get your freedoms back. I never lost my freedoms. I'm not oppressed. They have no idea what they're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I, I, you know, all this stuff going on too, you know, with disinformation and, you know, the um, Joe Rogan experience, controversial guests on this show. People in an uproar, Neil Young and others removing their music from that, from that, from Spotify. You know, Joe Rogan came out the other day and uh, I listened to what he had to say. And that, and I think the man is really genuine, you know, to, 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 to come up, to come out and man up and talk about things 
you know, because um, it upset a lot of people. You know, these controversial guests that that he had on his on his uh, Spotify podcast with disinformation, spreading disinformation about the vaccines and, and COVID. You know, especially the one with uh, Dr. Robert Malone, who also worked on the mRNA. And then spreading dis- disinformation about the vaccine when he's vaccinated. He's vaccinated with the Moderna. He got COVID last February. After he recovered, he got vaccinated. And it's some somehow now that this Dr. Malone is an anti-vaxxer? <laughs> How does that even work? You took your own medicine. How does that work? You know, things like that. So Joe Rogan comes out and, he, and he's explaining himself and, you know, what his show's all about. And yes, he likes to get different opinions and different views of people and, and talk to people and, and stuff like that. But they're not, you know, basically not having somebody else to debunk those theories, that disinformation. So a lot of people got upset about it. Spotify is going to have some sort of policy. So he was, you know, he apologized, you know, and, and stuff like that. He said he, he wasn't, it's not meant, he him, himself personally, you know, wasn't meaning to cause any harm. So, you know, I take his apology as genuine. Some people out there still, you know, eh, I don't know. But, you know, no, I, I do. You know, it's it's unfortunate that uh, other musicians and everything out there um, took that stand. And, you know, that's that's where that's been left. So... That's the way that is. Now, here in here in Ontario, we had um, nasty weather all day yesterday and uh, throughout the night, and that's why I'm off today. Work gave us a snow day. I do drive a transport. And for the safety of not only us, the drivers, to the general public and stuff like that, they decided not to send us out. So I'm glad to see they took that initiative because the last storm we had over a week ago, I took the initiative of saying, why are we even out here? It's dangerous. You couldn't get anywhere. And we were called back. 
So I'm glad to see the company taking that initiative for road safety and everybody's safety, our safety. Because I have to commute. I got a 45-minute commute to where I work. And that 45 minutes in this sort of weather turns into an hour and a half, an hour and a half. When we have bad weather like this. It's not worth it's not worth my safety. It's not it's not you know it's not You know what I find, though, ladies and gentlemen, you know, like I say, you know, a timeline on protests. When you go into somebody else's city, to protest, Whether you do it for a day, you do it for two days, and then you go home. You don't hold the citizens of the city that you went to under siege for your political gain. See, this GoFundMe, ladies and gentlemen, you know, when you have a far-right separatist and others radicals, extremists, have used racial comments and texts. That's who you're supporting. They piggyback on the back of the truckers for their own cause. And now they've laid your city under siege for their own political gain. This is not a protest any longer. This is an occupation. GoFundMe is not taking in any more money and they better not release any more money. You know, because people, when, when, you, when you go to a protest and, and people do this all the time, you know, different radical groups, far extremists, they bring their Nazi flags, not any, anything that is, is racial, discriminatory, Now, these organizers say, oh, they oppose all that. 
They never spoke out about it. They didn't get up behind the microphone and say, hey, you know, we don't support hatred and racism. Oh, they never did any of that. They didn't get up behind the microphone and denounce the desecration of the tomb of the unknown soldier. Oh, they didn't speak out about that. Or defacing the Terry Fox statue. Now, for those out there who don't who doesn't know what that Terry Fox statue stands for, he was a young man who had cancer. He had one good leg and an artificial leg. And he wanted to run across Canada to raise money for for cancer, raise money for science and research in medicine. Cancer ended that journey. He died in 1981. He was a courageous young man, brave. The Terry Fox Foundation and Terry Fox memory lives on in all Canadians. But defacing that statue for your political gain was appalling. It was disgusting. That statue has always been off limits. You never touch it. The war memorial in the tomb of the unknown soldier, you're never to walk on it. You're never to jump on it. And you certainly never piss all over it. But these organizers didn't get up there and say, oh, that's bad. Shouldn't have done that. To me, they support that. That's my opinion. You supported far right radicals, giving money to the GoFundMe. That's my opinion. You're supporting a Karen Carnival. That is my opinion. You're supporting truckers blocking truckers from doing their jobs and bringing vital essentials back into the country. You chose not to get vaccinated. That's your problem. When you start blocking international borders and preventing vital essentials coming in or going out of the country, you stand for nothing. They're going to lose support real fast. And 
patients are growing really thin. I don't, I can't blame the citizens of Ottawa. It's their city, not yours. You've had your protest. Now it's an occupation. They want the federal government to lift all mandates and all restrictions. Any federal-related mandates, only the federal government can do that. Any provincial mandates or restrictions, only the provinces can do that. They can't cross the boundaries of provincial and federal. And yes, restrictions are being lifted here in Ontario and across Canada. They're going through the phases, whether it's a three-phase plan to reopen, whatever the case may be. And that plan has been put in place even before the protests start. Started. Well, I can say to you, like, of course, I mean, you, you, you know, you have the right to protest. Do it peacefully. Keep those flags and other hatred symbols of Nazism out of there. And then go home. You don't have the right to occupy anybody's city. And that this is what this is. This is an occupation. This is what this has become. And like I said earlier, I don't think it, I don't think they would like it. If we went and occupied their city. Blocking off your roads, blowing our air, our air, our air horns all night long. This is what they've been doing. The ignorance that's coming out of these protesters. Don't care about anybody else's right because people have the right to peace and quiet. People live down there, have small children. Their children have the right to go to bed and sleep without being disturbed. That's the child's right. These protesters down there, they don't care about that neither. It's time to end the occupation 
It's time to end this Karen carnival. I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me this morning. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. This is the Truckers Podcast, FYI. Have yourself a great Thursday and the rest of the week, Friday. I will be back to work tomorrow. Be safe. Behave. Stay out of trouble. And thank you.